the free for all roundtable round two on round two today Sunair Chaudhry is here employment lawyer at Workley Law Robert Benzie is the Queen's Park Bureau Chief for the Toronto Star and former Liberal MP Adam Vaughn is here as well good morning to you all and uh, let's actually start with a story that a lot of people have been talking about this morning that's York Region Catholic School Board voting against flying the pride flag Um, and I should point out I think of greater note would be that a a gay activist organization has declared that the board's schools are not safe and the board's own chair said that it has uh, political troubles and that it's racist. Adam Vaughn, I'll start with you. I appreciate that school boards are almost always dysfunctional anyway, but that was uh, quite the spectacle last night. Look, I mean, the pride flag, flag for, 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 for most of us is a symbol of love. And unfortunately, the York Region Catholic School Board has turned it into a symbol of hate. Um, and it's not the flag that's become a symbol of hate. It's 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 the behavior of their school board, their trustees. Um, it's 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 beyond disappointing. It's it's regressive. And, and uh, I mean, even the Pope has moved on, for God's sake, if I can, if I can put it that way. So um, I, I think it's 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 a, a situation which shows why elections matter. When you don't pay attention to the trustee elections, you get people with single issue uh, focus coming on to boards like that. Uh, and they start to do things like this, and and instead of embracing uh, the diversity of their student body and their and their educators, um, they they create a, a a set of rules and make decisions that uh, start to exclude people from f- full participation in what's supposed to be a public school board. And it's a sad day. Robert Benzie, I think one of the more problematic aspects of this is a tide that began in the states is now coming to Canada, where instead of raising the pride flag, signaling that everybody's welcome, it it's been reframed as some sort of a provocation for those who aren't gay. Exactly. It's these sort of culture war uh, issues that have that have seeped into our politics. And I don't think it's a Adam's right. This is not a good thing. Um, I mean, our uh, schools are supposed to be safe and inclusive. And I and I th- and I think that's what this was all about. And I, I actually have to tell you, though, if you are someone who believes that Catholic schools should not be publicly funded, and a lot of Ontarians do, uh, John. In fact, uh, we will, we will, I suspect, one day follow Quebec and um, Newfoundland and have, you know, make the constitutional changes necessary so that we have one publicly funded school board. Because, the, and this is how you go about doing it. If you do regressive things like this, this is going to get people to say, you know what, our public dollars shouldn't be going to support one religion schools. And here's Exhibit A. Why not? Okay. Sonera, your thoughts? Well, I think it's it's openly discriminatory, John. Uh, you know, coming into this as an employment lawyer, if you saw something like this in a workplace, as an example, if you saw a workplace turning away from um, embracing uh, Pride Month and recognizing it and acknowledging it, especially if a workplace had employees um, that would be participating in the festivities this month, I mean, you'd be facing a discrimination complaint at the Human Rights Tribunal. I can only imagine what some of these students must be feeling, especially um, if they also echo the same sentiment that they're not safe in these schools. But so I can scenario, only... I, I, it, it is a workplace. Well, I, well, absolutely, it's a workplace. But I think the focus here, I mean, of course, there's teachers and teacher uh, assistants, of course. But if the focus here is on the students, which I think it is, students also are going to feel discriminated against. And, and it's a good point that you're raising. It's a good point that you're raising that 
Absolutely. As a workplace, we may very well see a human rights complaint arising out of this vote last night. City Council in Mississauga is going to meet today, and no less than Bonnie Crombie, the mayor and possible future leader of the provincial Liberals, is moving a motion to call on the feds to change the words to the national anthem. Julie Black did it during a public performance in, a couple of months ago. Here's what it sounded like. Our home on a native land. Well, Robert Benzie, you're a writer, so you know what a difference a single word can make. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and and look, the anthem has been changed and amended several times uh, it, since I learned it as a small child. And I think the last time was 2018 when we got rid of the, the all thy sons command and, and, and just to make it more inclusive on a, from a gender point of view. Um, I, I don't have a strong view, yay or nay, on this. I'm, I have to tell you, though, I'm still kind of surprised that it still says God keep our land because, you know, the fastest growing uh, religion or faith-based uh, faith uh, in, in the country is atheism. So I'm not really sure why we, uh, why we still have God in the, in the anthem. But. Okay. Sunira, so, uh, I would imagine a lot of people, if they were asked to write down the lyrics, wouldn't be able to get them straight. I still remember, well, I don't remember it firsthand, but a famous quote from uh, Lester B. Pierce was seems to be a lot of standing on guard around here. But what are your thoughts on this? <laughs> well, I think, John, you know, I think a lot of us uh, probably ha- have sung it at a Leafs game or in school, uh, just like the way Julie Black sang it, you know, our home on native land. I don't know that many people even appreciate the difference, but I, I will uh, tell you that I think we've all been at events where there have been land acknowledgements that you see the eyes rolling and you see people saying, oh, come on. And that is unfortunate because so I do see that this um, this motion here or this call to change the national anthem will be met with a lot of uh, opposition. I don't know why. I don't actually think it, it, it any of us would really I essentially care. But I do see that this land acknowledgement sort of I, let's call it a trend. And it's not a trend. It's something that's really entrenched in Canadian sort of fabric now. Um, has continued to be met with this sort of a virtue signaling that um, or feeling that it's virtue signaling that hasn't, you know, really, truly been embraced by by a lot of Canadians. You know, I, I was in Parliament when we when we voted to change it and it took two votes when I was in Parliament, it took three in total to get there. And if and if Maurice, uh, Maria Boulanger hadn't hadn't been in, in the state of health he was in, it may not have passed the, the, the last time. But it, 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 it provokes a lot of anger amongst sort of the, the sort of the the crowd that that thinks they own Canadian history. Um, you know, it was very similar in the in, in Robert talked about the culture wars, you know, the, the, the squabble about the passport. And nobody complained that the passport had one page with a woman in it in the last one. Every other picture was of a man and an accomplishment of, 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 of someone who was, was sort of part of the, the, the traditional view of Canadian history. History, you know, is is a is a fluid and a dynamic thing. And, and we reevaluate people in history, decisions we've made in history, decisions we've made as a country. What I turn to is the blanketing exercise that Julie Black was honored with when she was at the Assembly of First Nations uh, about a month ago. Um, if you saw the tears on her face and if you saw the enormous respect that the Indigenous communities extended to her, in particular First Nations community extended to her, um, you know, there are opportunities to make changes that actually bring Canadians together to understand her history as a community as opposed to, uh, you know, winners and losers. 
And this is an opportunity to either embrace that or to go back to you're changing my country and I don't like it. And, and I think that that if, it, if, if there's a decision to be made, uh, I'm all in favor of evolution, which probably links back to the last subject as well. Uh, <laughs> it, the evolution of, of our, our interpretation, our understanding and our and the way we talk about our history, as opposed to locking things in a vault, never making a change. Um, you know, as I said, nobody complained about the passport having, you know, 36 pages and only one picture was of, a, of something women had done in Canada, somehow representing Canadian history as a male phenomena was, was perfectly acceptable to the previous designers of the passport. Um, we need to be more open-minded and fluid about about how we discuss and think and 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 analyze histories so that we come we learn from it rather than repeat the mistakes of the past. Chuck Meet Singh was with us just minutes ago, and the NDP are now calling on the government to fire David Johnston, former Governor General, the guy who initially headed up this inquiry or investigation, I should say, filed a report and then said, "I'm going to hear more evidence. I'm going to hear more witnesses." For Chuck Meet Singh, he's just not the right guy for the job. Similarly, we're going to use our position to continue the pressure and say we need a public inquiry. We're not going to give up. We're not going to stop fighting for one. We're going to use the tools that we have. We're going to be forcing a debate on it today. We'll be forcing a vote on it next week. We're going to continue the pressure to deliver a public inquiry. Scenario, is that good enough? Jagmeet persuasively, I guess, argues that the NDP often gets its way through sheer determination. But at the same time, if there is something at the core of this government that is disagreeable, then the NDP has got to pull the pin. Uh, unfortunately, I, I think that he compared, you know, the issue of foreign interference with with dental care, right? And and that was really the the thrust of his argument with in his interview with you, John. Uh, look what we did with dental care over the last two years. I don't really think that those are not that's not an apples to apples comparison. And I think meeting as as we saw when it came to this, the whole grocery debacle and having. Uh, Galen Weston show up, whether or not um, he, he can honor that promise and, and and have some delivery, I don't think many of us felt that that was, uh, y- you know, his attack on, on, on grocery chains as being really all that powerful. It was more theater than anything else. So I don't know that we're going to get, gain a lot of confidence from his interview with you, you know, last hour okay you know the the ndp is so full of symbolic gestures and i'm going to get partisan here but not partisan to in the way you think i will does anybody really think that someone of that that any canadian is in favor of, of of foreign interference in our elections None of us are, and 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 Canadian democracy is only ever going to be defended by Canadians. Do you think that that if Johnson had come across evidence of of really serious wrongdoing, his 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 the family he had a ski chalet next door to him would be more important to him than the country? I, look, I, I think this is a serious issue. I think people's lives have been impacted in ways that that are that are totally unacceptable, and and I think that whoever was in that job was going to do the best thing for the country. And I think that the that we pretend that 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 some politicians um, are in favor of selling this country out to another country is it's it's shameful upon us, uh, and we have every reason to believe that we have to be clear and concise and 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 very you know sort of active on 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 shutting it down. But this notion that 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 somebody would come across evidence of of 
of of treason and turned a blind eye to it because they because their kids went skiing together is just absurd at some point as canadians we have to rally around the flag and quite frankly protect canadian democracy as canadians and that okay. requires all of us to work together on it this using it as, as a political tool to go after the prime minister after the liberals is it's 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 absurd and and it quite frankly it hurts democracy at the end well i have to leave it there my thanks to adam vaughn robert benzie and sunira chaudhry Catch the roundtable, round one at 745, round two at 845. Weekday mornings on more in the morning. News Talk 1010 Toronto.